0: Hello everybody, you're listening to episode 14 of the A-Strings podcast.
1: Welcome to episode 14. This week, we have somebody in the room.
2: He's a very good friend of ours. Mr. Matt Longbottom. Good evening.
1: Who is, are we allowed to call you the sales manager of Cork? I guess you can now. He's there. Newly appointed sales manager of Korg?
3: Field sales. <laughs> to be correct, field. Um, so, you, so you do Korg, Vox, Takamine? Vox and Takamine. Ah, so, uh, so you'd just be ahead in those two, is it? Personally, but then looking after my colleagues on the road. With Mirpex and Korg and Takamine and Vox and everything. And everything, wow. There are five, six oh. of us in total.
1: All, all equals in your eyes. All equals. <laughs> Some more equal than
3: others. Uncle Paul, Uncle Jerry, Andy Pullen, <laughs> Jan Breezy, name-checking everybody, Adam, Adam Whittle.
2: It's <laughs> right. the ex- acceptance
1: speech musical start playing
2: now. Oh, you would <laughs> have to wrap it up.
3: <laughs> I'd like to thank my... Never mind.
1: Uh, so Tom is sat a little bit um, further away from us. Back so, on the desk. So Tom's back on the desk.
2: Tom is hoping that he can be our... Kind of man in the field and if we need any information pulled from the the Great Beyond the Internet, he'll be there ready to give us some some tidbits of information. Isn't that right, Tom? Yes.
1: <laughs> and that's all you hear from Tom for today. <laughs> Proof he's in the room. This, is the, this is the news. So what's going on this week?
2: Um we announced our Black Star event. Yeah, let's talk about Black Star. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're okay, mate. No, do you know what though? Yeah. He brings in fantastic biscuits, Steve. Yeah, I think he's up there. We, mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't bring D- in. Did he that. buy those? D- if no. not, get your hands off. Just... <laughs> we'll save this argument. For yeah, we'll save this yeah. to later on. Maybe I think he's. I think he's as a rose. I, I think... think he's winding us up. I think he's got us. have got nothing. Amazing
3: selection. I can see Sainsbury's from here. Do you want me <laughs> to go? Other supermarkets are available. <laughs>
2: The funny thing was, we had Andy from Marshall in this mm. week. Oh, and they were cracking. And, yeah, he brought in those amazing- Oh, no, the, the treats, uh, were Like the, Rice crispy kind of- Cubes, yeah, which yeah, were yeah. like
1: crack. He never comes empty-handed, does he? No. Ever. No.
2: But he asked the question, who is kind of the top biscuit bringer? Yeah. And at the moment, it is- it is Steve. Steve, yeah, he brought it. So there selection. was that Marshall Black Star. Yeah. The rivalry's already there. Anyway, you know. But yeah. they kind of fueled the fire even more. Like I say, we'll talk about
3: this later right? Andy my, wants to be on. Um, top. My official visit is tomorrow morning. Yeah. <laughs> Just that is, out there. That is true. <laughs> you. know I need to edit this later.
1: <laughs> Listeners will find out next week Yeah. yeah. you get Just so
2: anything.
3: About cold curry. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> So we got Jared James Nichols, uh, Black Star Endorsey or endorser. No, he's the endorser. Yes. No, 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 he's in endorsee because Black Star endorses him. Was it the other way run? Yeah,
3: endorsee, yeah, yeah, right.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. So
2: yeah, Black Star and Epiphone, which is yeah. his guitar of choice, obviously. And yeah,
1: he's kind of massive on social media and stuff, isn't he? So Yeah,
2: got- you know, he plays yeah. with Bernie Marsden. He's just come off tour with John Five, you know, mates in Oh, the with robot from short circuit. <laughs> yeah. Mates great, with uh, great, great. Bonamassa. that kind of th- those kind of circles.
1: No, Steve Gutenberg. So <laughs> uh so it's the thirty first of May on a Friday evening. Yeah. Um, tickets are available through the website and in the shop. Yeah. And seating will be on a first conversive uh, basis, but there will be a bit more seating than there's been we've in previous... organized seating, haven't we? Yeah.
2: Because a few events where we've had sort of max capacity, yeah, it's been, uh, yeah, people have had to sit on the floor. Which you know, the limber of our the more limber of our customers can, yeah, some
1: can't. But we try our best to provide stools and chairs and mm. seats and so um, plinth. something Some look forward to. We'll be broadcasting it on YouTube and uh, Facebook. Yes. So there's plans to multi-channel get it. just in case we get wiped out of one again. Yeah limited our um, spread your birdies. eggs yeah so <laughs> ladies I th- yeah there's a few tickets to <laughs> there's a few tickets uh remaining so if you want to come along act now yeah
2: don't uh, forget if you're paying through the website don't pay for shipping they're not real things that exist we've already had people pay for shipping after we've said don't pay for shipping there won't be anything posted to you we could just post
1: you an empty envelope of a it's like. our first event of the year and usually by this point we've had about three or four, and we, you know, usually February we got something. We've had yeah. April, we've had, you know, historically the last few years we had Roland, we had Marshall.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so yeah, it's quite late in the year for us to be putting on our first event,
2: but but we spent the mo- the first part in a boxing match, didn't we? Yeah. So we were a little Crying. bit preoccupied, yeah. <laughs>
1: whimpering in the corner. Um, with regards to the events, it's always nice it's nice doing them after the event. You know, the stress is beforehand, you know, trying oh to God, get the yeah. numbers and um setting up kind of breaking down the shop on the day, trying to put it back together the day after. I think it's gonna be easier this time around because of the way that we've redesigned the the front room. Yeah. You know, apart from the the keyboards, you know, the 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 stuff is easy to move. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. In uh, talk of um shop decorations and stuff Mm -hmm. um we i was in touch with pete Moundron today nice and um, so for those that don't know pete is brian May's guitar tech awesome and it looks like (laughs) hopefully hopefully we're going to be getting a decommissioned flight case um, submarine that that used to be (laughs) um that used to be um kind of carry... It basically, it's called a guitar trunk. So, like, it used to carry a lot of guitars. And, okay. So, yeah, we get
2: one of those to the shop. And it's got all the sort of queen
1: bits and pieces... Hopefully. Like, ...sprayed on it. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. Unless they nicked it from Bon Jovi <laughs> or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, that'll be something nice to yeah. have in the shop.
3: Speaking of events, did you enjoy the Makoto visit?
1: Yes. It's up there. Yeah. In our list yeah. of events. It, it, it was really good. It was a little bit stressful... To, to begin with, but once it got, um, are we talking about Takamine? I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, 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 I should both of
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. your iPhones went down at the same time as if to say, what's he talking about? So, yeah, as long as. Yeah.
3: Um,
1: no, it was brilliant. Like, it was, um, everyone was here and then you arrived.
3: I only, <laughs> only that's because uh, potentially September. Really? Again.
1: Amazing. Off the back of London Guitar Show.
3: Ah, okay. Yeah,
1: no, it was brilliant. I, and, it's one of those events that people still talk about now? Yeah, and um,
3: I is was that into- because he invited your whole customer base to Japan. To Japan, I-
1: yeah. People keep asking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Free flight. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, learned about Mount Takumin. Yeah, and um, sales focus for the next yeah. quarter. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There was, there
2: was a lot of internal information. The five was- things to remember when talking to your customers: like they're all
1: here. Shut up. <laughs> Yeah, No, it and was it... really, really good. <laughs> the, honestly, it, it was, um, uh, people, from experience, people like to talk and engage with with the people the kind of people. thing. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's why um, we always enjoy, you know, not just the, you know, the focus kind of events, but when, you know, like the birthday kind of nights and, you know, the yeah. uh, the anniversary ones. In as much as, you know, when you've just got, you know, people like, you know, yourself, guys from Fender and, you know, jhs and all these P- and prs people who are just kind of milling around they want to talk to you about the things that they've got and they almost want to yeah they, they want to kind of share their knowledge but they want a few tidbits from yourselves so they can go to the pub and talk to their mates then yeah. and say yeah i oh, was to the guy from vox and this is this this is happening that's happening kind of thing yeah exactly. it's um and so when you see a couple of guys you know from the Factory in Japan, and he's there setting up guitars and all the rest yeah. of it
3: in the middle of South Wales. Yeah, yeah. It's is, big, is he that, Was he? Is he the head luthier? Is that what he is? Makoto is the main man. Main man. He's got about five different job titles.
2: Oh, yeah. okay. So, so, yeah, to have him so, yeah. here. So,
1: um, one of the, uh, the great things that we said about this visit was that Makoto would set up your I mean. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. somebody brought a tanglewood. Brought a tanglewood, <laughs> <laughs> and he looked at this. He said. I'm not touching that, yeah, yeah, in, in yeah. the most respectful Japanese <laughs> very way, respectful. yeah, yeah, very yeah, respectful. yeah. No, they're lovely, lovely guys. He brought some, um, green tea Kit Kats over, I believe. Matcha green
3: tea Kit Kats, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, very good, yeah. assume they've all gone now, they were, no. yeah, they're all gone, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Could Could be a were... class that, I brought those, yeah, they were yeah. amazing. No. what yeah. the digestives, they're no, not, those. Oh, sorry. The... I... Yeah. From technically, before. I brought Makota. So technically, I brought those biscuits. Yeah. As yeah well. But
2: when was that? A year last November. Yeah. So,
3: yeah. okay. There was a video up. I sent it to
1: Tom earlier. I don't know if you saw it as well. I saw the. I saw it come through. I haven't yeah. watched it yet. Tom's so, watched it. Um, Carry had drums. That a um, uh, a drum shop, independent drum shop based in Bridgend, hmm. put up a really kind of interesting video on reasons why he isn't selling through ebay anymore okay and you know it touched on but in a lot in greater kind of specifics and um, things that we've talked about in the past with regards to you know margins are so tight with with gear um you've got to be very careful with regards to you know, there's a very fine line between running a business and actually just kind of out, give, no, making a loss giving the your system. stuff away yeah. and you know eBay along with Amazon are one of those prime kind of examples whereby you've really really got to do your maths because if you if you put something on eBay and you're matching a standard street price you know there's no price dictation you know no. um, it, there's you know everyone sets their own price but you know it gets to a point whereby it's just not worth selling a product under a certain price otherwise you're not running your business you're you're doing it for no them. yeah. You know, you're just giving things away. So um you might find that there's like a harmonised kind of price point for a set of Ernie ball strings, a yeah. set of super slinkies or whatever online. You're gonna find them the same five ninety nine everywhere. Yeah. Because it's not worth selling them anything any cheaper than that. Now you put them on at five ninety nine on eBay and all of a sudden, you know, there's a whole different equation you need to kind of um, consider you know so it's, n- it's not just your percentage of you know um, how much it's cost um, you uh, card machine wise and postage and VAT and all that kind of thing. eBay will take you twelve percent, and then uh, PayPal will take an extra three and a half percent, and that's on top of your uh, the overall price, not the mm. not the minus VAT price and everything. Like no. that. so. Um, basically, uh, it's worth watching. We'll um, we'll put a link up somewhere with regards to this video. He, he goes on a little bit. He's a little bit of an eccentric character. and um, But if you can kind of, um, if you've got the patience to kind of listen for the 11-minute video, he gives an example of maybe a 1,000-pound drum kit that may be bought, you know, at uh, uh, 650 pounds, which is actually a very healthy margin in, in yeah. um, this industry. Um, but he understands, he, he explains with VAT and with, um, commissions and all this kind of thing, how actually, you know, on a sale like that, you only I th- did it come down to like £12? 12 pounds, 12 pounds, yeah. 12 pounds, you know, and then, you know, if you've got, if you've got to follow up with, you know, I've received the drum kit and there's no drum keys with it. You've got to send out a drum key with, you know, two pound postage or whatever, you know, yeah. th- plus the time and the pack, you know, the, um, the administration kind of time and all that kind of thing. It's just absolutely not worth it. So he stopped, um, dealing on eBay. We actually stopped dealing on eBay about three, four years ago. Yeah. It was a while we have been off. Yeah. We? But Amazon, you know, is exactly the same as Amazon's kind of worse because we're all just, you know, Amazon are just using our sales as kind of data, you know, for, you know, their own means kind of thing. So that's kind of even worse. But, yeah, it's an interesting video. I think we should um, maybe put a link up for people to look at. So on Saturday, I don't know if you heard this, we, we were talking to um, that lovely lady who's coming. Christina. In, uh, Christina, who's coming. She's interested in the Guild. Yeah. And um, I said, oh, I'm going to see a Fleet Remac- tribute Act on Monday night. She said, rumours. I said, no, 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 legit. and uh, <laughs> Just just kind of went over her head. But um, I, don't, I don't think it went over her head. She just wasn't impressed with the joke. But, um, she, um, she said, oh, you know, watch out for the Stevie Nicks. She's absolutely brilliant. And Fair Play, you know, they were a brilliant, brilliant band. Where was the gig? Uh, St. David's Hall. I was nice. right up in the gods. yeah Yeah. Um, so the sound wasn't fantastic, but they did, you know, a lot of the, they did kind of every year and it was very good. Oh, good. Yeah. You, I think when you're up there, you lose a bit of, um, energy, you know, because yeah. by the time the sound gets up there, it's a little bit, but... Um, I was, you know, I don't know if you're the same when you go to look, I don't go to see many tribute bands, but when I do, I do look at the gear and I'm yeah. interested to see whether they're kind of taking on the same kind of, um, not just look alike ease and not just sound alike ease, but if they're going to replicate the gear hmm. and to an extent they did, like they had a, What's the make of Lindsey Buckingham's kind of custom-built guitar? Is it a Framus? No, no, no. It's a it's, a, a, it, it's a um, uh, it's a hand-built um, job. Of a guy in the states, and he's right. got some like a dozen of them in different tunings. Well, this them.
2: was the thing, and his rig is really awkward to
1: yeah, to kind of replicate. Well, yeah. So this guy, he was using Les Pauls for like Rumours era kind of stuff, which is what you know he was using back then. He used a Taylor like Grand Auditorium that seen lindsey buckham use and he had one of these kind of custom built oh wow um, ones and you know they're expensive i think they're something like 10 grand you know a, a piece they're really expensive but it was going into it looked like it was some like axe fx or fractal kind of oh, was it? thing. was so he didn't have the amps behind him yeah but they did a bit of kind of peter green stuff oh okay. the, cool! uh in fact the there was another guitarist there who mm-hmm. was doing um Majority of the lead kind of work, and he was kind of the better guitarist of the two, really. Yeah. Um, and he had, I couldn't make out exactly what his Les Paul was. It could have been a vintage kind of Peter Green, yeah, a uh, lemon drop or whatever, but it had that out of phase sound. Right. It was really, really beautiful. Um, But apart from that, I didn't really notice that much of the gear was kind of, you know, typically kind of um, Fleetwood. Fleetwood Mac. Like, it's if I've been to see a Queen Trooper band, first thing well, at, is thing, he is he using a Red Special? And, and nowadays... Vox. Is he using Vox? Is he? Exactly. Well, yeah. we went to see Queen Extravaganza, didn't we, in yes, we did. St. David's Hall, mm-hmm. about two years ago? Yeah. yeah it was around about enough. October and November, wasn't
2: it? I, do you know what? It, I, it, was, it wasn't long, because me and Tom didn't know each other too well.
1: Okay, wow. So, so it was a little bit longer ago. ago then, yeah. yeah. So, um... Uh... I remember not being massively impressed with the guitarist. He was was using like the standard BMG issue, red special, wasn't he? That's right. Um, But there wasn't a Vox on stage, was there? There, It was he was going into some. I think there was some
2: sort of yeah yeah modeler or yeah Kemper or that type of job.
1: And I think that you know if their lighting show was amazing, yeah, and you know the visuals and all that kind of thing. So if you're going to go that far. I I think it's important to kind of, you know, replicate, you know, the, um, uh, the gear used as well, especially when it's as iconic as Red Special going into an AC30 kind of thing. Yeah. And
2: not to be, uh, you know, bitches around the table, but of that show, Mm -hmm. he was the the weak link, wasn't he? We were talking about it before. Yeah. He completely
1: cracked up the, um, Beaming Rhapsody didn't he? Which if you're going to, if there's one bit, if there's one thing you can do, don't do that. I don't think that, it's just us that kind of, um, obsessed about it. You know, cause, um, Alid, who comes into the shop, Alid taught you, uh, he's he your teacher, yeah, wasn't he? He did. So, um, Alid is Mark Knopfler in the UK's leading Dire Straits. Tribute yeah. act, And he was saying that, you know, cause so he's got like a red strat. He's got, um, like a national dobro, is it? Um, yeah. Yeah. He's got the dobro. Yeah. He's got, um, obviously, you know, really nice Les Paul. Um, and you'll use the appropriate guitar for the appropriate song in the appropriate era, kind of thing. Exactly, yeah. And, um, you know, he's been in, a, you know, over the last year or so, we've had conversations where he said, Do you know what? I need to up my game with regards to the guitar. You know, I'm looking for um, a red strat with a rosewood neck 60s. Um, you know, can you get something in? Hmm. And he said about um, four by, uh, is it the two by 12 or the four by 12 Fender cab as well? because that's what Knopfler really used. Yeah, that's so right. he's, he's chasing, not just the sound, but an aesthetic as well, you know, on yeah. stage, because he said that people will be coming up to the stage before the gig and after the gig, taking pictures of the, the rig, the pedal board and all the rest of it, you know, it's an, it's an added element of the enjoyment of a show when you're going yeah. to see a,
3: um, seeing how closely they're, yeah. um, so, recreating. as a, it,
1: so Matt's a drummer and, so, you know, when I don't know if you've. I, I, you're a jazz drummer, aren't you, predominantly? Mm,
3: yeah, no? yeah, yeah, jazz funk. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah.
1: Have you got any kind of heroes that might be depicted within a tribute act kind of. Um... There's
3: obviously Phil Collins. All left handed drummers okay. must obey the Phil Collins. Uh, well, not necessarily the uh, concert toms. He doesn't have skins on the bottom. Right. It looks awful in my opinion, but some people do go for the full on Gretsch.
1: Well, I was going to say, so, you know, have you been to see like a Genesis Tribute Act or anything like that?
3: No. No, you aren't? Okay. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to see loads of drummers do clinics. Right. Uh, not Phil, obviously, because he no. can't drum anymore. No. Um, but I've been to see loads of drummers. Um, maybe drummers from bands like David Garibaldi from Tower of Power. Right. But Again, on his own, yeah. yeah. The band. So, the actual people the, then, the, the actual so, people rather yeah. than tributes. And I'm, I would like to obviously, I mean, my five year old would love to go and see David Bowie, that's gonna have to be a tribute act. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, cool. So, yeah. I will be going at some point, yeah, yeah, <laughs> in the near future. Uh, she's already at the age of four done, um, Nico McBrain, oh, Iron Maiden, yes, ah, yeah, to my four year old to see Iron Maiden. Uh, so obviously after that I said who else do you want to go see uh, Bob Marley can't do that one great <laughs> <clears throat> another tribute potential and obviously David Bowie so, so the so when
1: two. you go to these things you know is it something that we obsess uh, over with regards oh, I guards still think
3: to... well, yeah I still think you would wouldn't you, you you've done your research beforehand on the drummer and you want to see what they're using to try and get that same effect like I've played in function bands doing police covers before so I knowing how Copeland does it, obviously it's all multi-tracked beforehand, so there's never a, mm. a Cat in house chance of recreating it live at a gig. But you want to see how someone's going to attempt it, don't yeah.
1: you? Yeah. The only thing that we'd be able to um, identify from that is a bit of tape on the snare drum.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: See <laughs> what you think yeah. the sting is. But um, <laughs> if um, Clapton... If- <laughs> You're going to see a, a Clapton tribute, and I yeah. don't know if there are any Clapton tributes, but you'd expect that he's
3: going to play... Sit a on a chair role. in the middle of a large stage and not move. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, that was the real man at the Albert Hall at a Fender gig. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Took some customers to see him, and uh, he didn't move a lot yeah. at the Albert Hall. Speaking of which, I was due to go and see um, Ryan Adams last month with oh, yeah. name-check James Berryman. Uh, Here now, I had tickets to Stand in the Gods. Do you know, James Ferriman
1: didn't bring us anything when
3: he visited either. Yeah, we're in a par. We're in a par. Hear that, James, while you're stuck on the motorway somewhere listening? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and obviously the gig got cancelled, but uh, we don't know why. Uh, hmm. Summer 69.
1: (laughs) 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 We had a copyright notice through from YouTube today, but not in the way that you might suspect. So we weren't in breach of copyright. Somebody has nicked our video and has put it on their own channel. Really, mm, which is quite interesting. I'm in two minds as to as to whether to let it run, mm. because looking on their channel, you know they've um videos from PMT and from loads of other people. You know, if he's just putting together a channel of stuff that he likes, and you know, one of our videos is. Something that he likes. That's fine. Yeah. If he's just trying to, he's just trying to monetize the channel and well, get as many kind of. He's looking because the the video he's chosen is one that we put up, uh, put up about ten years ago. Yeah, and it's over a quarter of a million. <laughs> and dude. you're so, not in it. I'm not in it. <laughs> 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 of all the videos, of 100, 135 videos we got,
3: because I was fresh from school at that I Need point. to find one without Adam.
1: Man. Yeah, you know, you got to search really long and hard to find one without Adam. He's found it. He's found it. <laughs> and, um, yes, the one with um, uh, Paul from um,
3: up north. Hmm.
1: And is to hold that against him. There's nothing, no. there's
3: nothing wrong with that, is there?
1: He talks like this about the Zoom a Oh, we'll get into that in a minute. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and, yes, yeah, so, how many views have we had in that video, Come. Oh.
0: Uh, 259,000
1: oh, so you know I think this guy's looked at it and seen it as um, just you know our best um, best performed video yeah historically which of course is going to be because the longest one up
2: I think you have to hit certain criteria to monetize as well don't you so you have to have certain view times and you've got hours to have a certain amount of videos as well so. yeah so he's he no idea around, we? yeah.
1: <laughs> well yeah you'd think you know, so how should we proceed you know should we say well you know get your own content or should we just kind of let it be. Does it help
3: you if it's on there?
1: No.
2: No, he has, you know, the he way has put us be. in there in the comments. He said it's a, it's a video from us. But he hasn't put our channel. He's just put astrings.co.uk. So he's not trying to pass it off as his own.
3: No. no, he
2: has said that it's a video from us.
3: Yeah. But. Uh, do
1: step- you know. Ask nice It matters not, really. know, You know, like, no.
2: uh,
1: you know uh, what I wouldn't want is for somebody to click his video instead of ours. We'll keep
2: uh, an eye. And if he does, if he starts putting other videos from us up mm. I think we should then definitely yeah because you can't just take other people's content no that we actually you know we work to do
1: do you feel violated?
2: I don't no
1: oh, of course but when not one of my video, videos oh, goes sorry, up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Marcus from Germany oh makes the guy who brought us the chocolate salami yes Oh, the Portuguese chocolate salami. Is
3: that better than matcha Kit Kat? Or different? It's it, just different, isn't it? Yeah. the wood. It, 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 it,
1: it was better. <laughs> yeah, I'm <sorry>. yeah. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, he's a mate of ours who um, comes over to visit now and again, and he's managed to get hold of one of the Harley Benton Red Special copies. I yes. would well, to say it's a copy... It's an approximation of a red special in as much as it's red with a black pickguard. It's got three pickups that look like trisonics. And it's got a weird switching system that doesn't mimic the red special, but it obviously does something. We've had it here for about a week and a half now. I haven't plugged it in. But Marcus is coming tomorrow. Oh, okay. For payment. <laughs> no, and um, uh, no, He's coming in tomorrow just to have a cuppa and say you. Biscuit news! So, yeah, it's the bit we've all been waiting for. Time for, time for you to um, pull out the surprises, Matt. Right, so not only has he brought anything, but he's crunched up all the biscuits that were in yeah. the. It's just
3: a gentle rustle, just <laughs> the fondle. There we go. Shall we get a tone? Oh yeah, help yourself, Matt. We man. For so not only
1: go for has he yeah. just
2: yeah, not brought anything with no regret or remorse, not
3: because my official visit is in the morning.
2: Oh, that's true. He's 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 dived in and yeah, Tom. He's dived yeah, in Tom. and helped himself to Geraint's Tanx Tiki. Right, so
1: Geraint, wonderful, wonderful guy. He uh, brightens up a Saturday when he comes in. He works down in Swindon. No, not Swindon. Um, Someone has to. Salisbury. Salisbury. It's nice. Uh, in the same hospital as um, the same hospital that treated the Novacek, the Novacek the um, uh, victims, Novachok, mm. Novachok,
3: mm, nice,
1: yeah. So um, he's uh, from uh, up the valleys way, and whenever he comes in, he comes in with a box of Tonics tea cakes. My old man will be absolutely devastated that these are coming. And gone. Nope. He's good.
2: Because he came in yesterday to pick up Sonny. <laughs> and he uh, So he's had one. Yeah, I think... Uh, yeah, He's definitely definitely taken one.
1: He puts Which it he his, should. He puts it all in his mouth at the same time. Oh, actually... Matt is yeah. sitting there with his head so, back like yeah, a seagull. Don't, don't worry about... Con- you know, see, I'm... Con- <laughs> yeah.
0: Car!
3: <laughs> 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 so,
1: not only hasn't he contributed any biscuits to biscuit news, but he's not contributed anything to the actual conversation either because mm, no, he's mm, he's got a month mm, full of um, them. Mm, yeah. So so Geraint comes in and he helps us um you know get through a Saturday really. Yeah. He's um he sometimes we'll see him like two, three times a month, then we won't see him for six months, but he'll always bring no. something in. And he's just one of the nicest kind of guys ever. Should we give him the story about the eye? Yeah. Right, so Geraint, um, we were talking, uh, he, he's always really complimentary about the shop. And so he says, um, he said, do you know what, I come into the shop and that string wall is a cycle And I said, oh, that's nice of you to say. He said, no, honestly, the way you've got to lay down everything, it's just like a, a wall of colour and it looks amazing. And he said, because obviously I see it from this eye, but I don't see it from that eye. And if we're honest, we have, maybe notice, you know, we've wondered what I to kind of look at because one does... Oh, yeah, you, you don't, yeah, you don't want to offend someone. You, no, yeah. you know, it's like with Adam, you know, which one do you look at? They're so far apart. <laughs> there's, a, there's a good four, the four CM gap between these eyes. So which one do you look at? That one or that one? Not quite as bad as that with Garin because his eyes aren't that far apart. <laughs> that was
3: so Alan Partridge. But...
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, um you know, we kind of said, oh, what, um, um, is there something wrong with your eye then? You know, just kind of, um, kind of yeah. approach it, kind of. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like the Wingsville thing. Um, <laughs> um, and he said, yeah, yeah. He said, I can't, um, I can't see anything from this eye. I said, oh, right. Um, just, you know, born like it. he said, no, he said, funny story, this. Just as a precursor, this is the best reaction I've ever seen Andrew have in the shop with anything ever, 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 ever. <laughs> he said, sir, um, I was about three years old, and I was playing with darts like you do, and I thought, oh, no. <laughs> and he said, sir, um, I threw this dart up in the air, I looked up, and it landed in his eye. <laughs> <laughs> right, we landed in his it. eye. And he said we he went, went he into said, the house, didn't he? And he was like, kind of like, yeah. And so he ran into the kitchen to his mother to say, i got a dart in my eye. And the dart was, so,
0: oh!
3: So I was... He's so lucky it didn't go right through. Oh, so it's,
1: it's not worth thinking about, Matt.
3: Because that's <laughs> a good, long... <gasps> so,
1: um, he told us about this, and I think, you know, he's laughing at the reaction, you know, because I I can't <laughs> handle anything like that. Because you faint. Adam, well. Adam just went quiet. He just, he just kind of looked into the distance, went quiet, and just yes. slowly walked out to the back room, whereas the, I was just kind of didn't know where to put my arms. <laughs> like. oh. Anyway, so that's Geraint, and he put us in some tunnex <laughs> <laughs> Poor Geraint. Thank you very much, Geraint. You're an absolute gem. And um, I've still got mine, so you can talk now for the rest. So uh, uh, I enjoyed mine, thanks. Great. So what else have we got? So, It's all self-bought things, you know? Yeah, so we've got the... You this notice... <laughs> we reached our peak run by episode five, I think.
3: This is just what's left over yeah. from episode six.
1: We... Well, so the
2: <laughs> Sainsbury's taste of the difference, white chocolate and raspberry cookies we've had before, but these were kindly brought in by Tom. Mm. Yeah. Thank you, sir. And I'm these are Tom. the best ones that Sainsbury's do. These are the most amazing cookies. Help yourself.
3: Do they compare with Subway oatmeal and resin?
2: We'll find a te- uh, test one try, and find
3: out, shall we?
2: So, Matt's going to try one of them. I These had digestives one of those
3: all the way here. <laughs> sorry, boys.
2: <laughs> These digestives. Well, hang on, what? So you've been to Subway.
1: You had cookies
2: from oh, Subway. Just one.
1: You knew about the podcast.
3: I forgot about the biscuit.
1: <laughs> well, actually, I mentioned biscuit news yesterday, mm. but he's never listened to the podcast before, so mm. he didn't know what he didn't know what to expect. Mm. Which is ignorance an excuse? I don't know. No. I'll leave it for you to be mm. But we've never, of all the biscuits we've had, mm-hmm. we've never had a McVities digestive.
2: So these were actually gifted to to us by whom? Uh, they were gifted by a lady, not a regular. Uh, she came in and she needed a wireless headset, you know, Madonna style. Yeah, and she's a Robin. line dancing instructor. Oh, so line yeah, dancing yeah. instructor! I was, uh, I was talking to her, wasn't I? I was... Yeah, um, and. Yeah, the hoods was uh, just knackered. The wire was knackered. So we got one in next day, AVSL, for her. And she came in and picked it up. Bearing in mind, it's only a, you know, it's a 15-pound...
1: Did she square uh, step there. to the till? Yep,
2: kickball chain. <laughs> uh, came in with a pack of chocolate digestives and a massive jar of coffee.
1: Did just, she know about And paid news? for Did the product. Did she know about biscuit news?
2: No, I don't think so. Just a random thank mm. you.
1: Right. Maybe it's the... Um, Maybe all the spots that we're breaking out in because of the um, excess sugar and fat content oh, that we're God, taking yeah, on a no. daily basis. Just it's telling people that we, we like
3: our biscuits. Yeah. Mm.
2: Yeah, there's not a vitamin consumed between us, I don't think.
1: No.
3: I'll stay hydrated,
1: guys. And bag of chips for lunch today as well. A little bit hungover.
3: Mm. Biscuit news!
1: Mm. Matt. Welcome to the A Strings podcast. Thank you. It's lovely to have you here. Lovely to be here. Question on everyone's lips:
3: Is it Takamine, tachemin, Takamine, or Takamine? Takamine. Takamine. Uh, if you're in Ireland, it's Takamine. Takamine. But the tachemine rest of yours, the rest of the world is uh, Takamine. Right. And obviously, for the 3 quarter size travel guitar, we uh, we couldn't resist Takamine. Yeah, of course. Obviously, I always have and will continue to call it Takamine. Just, I just don't correct anyone anymore. It's just <laughs> not worth it.
1: As well as looking um, after you guys on the road, your yeah. um, your focus is kind of Vox, Tachamine, I mean, guitar products. Guitar products. For the South?
3: Yes. Uh, yeah, so Derby, Nottingham and below. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. What are you busy with at the moment? Like Vox uh, or Tachamine? I mean? uh, it's probably 50-50 at the moment. It? it does vary between the two. Um, backline can go through periods of being, you know, especially busy, and then...
1: Is that down to, like, artist trends, or do you think that it's um, really a really... Because you can't predict what a bass um, season's going to be, no, or what an acoustic, um, you know, like I say, backline, like, we can go ages not selling something like an AC-30, then all of a sudden... We get a demand
3: for it. Maybe off the back of something as random as Bohemian Rhapsody covered in Vox, but how can we quantify how many sales we've managed to gain off the back of that? Mm. And it wasn't anything that we directly sort of, you know, engineered. It was just happening. And we did a bit of a Brian May promo off the back of it, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah, Giveaway of a signed amp. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But really. Has someone won that? Yes. Yeah, I do believe so. Things like that will help. Yeah. We can never say for sure how much of an effect it's had.
1: For well, you know that I'm a a Mad Vox kind of fan. And Adam's using the AC thirty now, aren't he? I am. Well done. Yeah. Adam.
2: Back on an AC thirty. Yeah. That's
1: yeah, right, because you had a green back. I, I had a green
2: uh, I had a green back
0: right.
2: first and then that went and had the opportunity to get a blue for yeah. a bargain. Ooh. And uh I use it every day, I think pretty much. Mm. If I get the chance,
1: I will I'm playing. I'm using the MV50 at home because it's just kind of amazing. Is, is that are you notice is that your biggest product at the moment, you know, in Vox or no? So what is your no. what's your biggest sound product in it's Vox? Still the AC15.
3: AC10 really? wow. and AC15 all day long. Wow. Hmm.
1: So speaker wise
2: with the 10 and 15 Hmm. is it only the 30 you get the option of the greens no, and blues you get the option
3: on the 15, 15 and the 30
1: so you can have a blue 15 yeah.
3: yeah oh wow you can have a you can have a 2 by 12 you can have a 2 12 you can have a, two can have a C2 on the 15 Marshall mm.
1: who are your neighbours in Milton Keynes as well and the Hornby yeah and um, Biscuit they, uh, they used to make <laughs> yeah good biscuits Andy Hornby Marshall used to make the box made amps during the 90s didn't they
3: it is claimed so yeah
1: given how busy um Marshall, uh, british made marshals are now you know they've just taken on a stack of new people because demand for british made amps is kind of just surging worldwide mm. especially out in the far east mm. any plans for vox to maybe start some production in the uk so you
3: have the 60th anniversary models which yeah of the which 15 are, and the 30 that were made here and you've got
1: we, we got both available
3: on the website now
1: they're absolutely amazing they're a small fortune Yes, especially when, and I'm talking objectively, I think that these amplifiers that we got in are absolutely phenomenal, and I'm not saying that just because you're no. here, I think that they really are a better example than you can buy vintage, you know. You can, yeah. but the problem is, is that you can buy because we're in the UK, you can buy a vintage 19 a JMI 1960s AC30 cheaper than you can buy yeah. one of these new ones.
3: That is the argument, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So like, which do you go for?
1: Yeah. Well my argument would be going for a new one, you're getting, you know, you look at the circuitry in the back of this, the way it's wired up and everything, it's a bit of art. It's a it's, thing of beauty, isn't it? It really is gorgeous. But, you know, you're buying, you know, a sixties spec AC thirty, for all intents and purposes, better than anything would have come off the production line back then because of QC and all the rest of the yeah. that we got now, um, but you've still got a lifetime ahead of it. You know, it's it's a, it's a brand new amp, so I'd say that that is a better choice to go for than uh, an older AC30. But it's got to be acknowledged that there's probably or that there is definitely a demand for a more competitively priced British yeah. AC30. So
3: yeah, to answer your earlier question, I think there's been a suggestion that at some point, because obviously Marshall offer it, mm. it. Should be the case that we <coughs> that we can too. Sorry, yeah. Um, but how far away that would be, I have no idea. It could be a couple of years away. It yeah, could yeah. Be Ten, fifteen, or never. I don't know. Mm. But it would be great to be able to offer that. Yeah, definitely. And keep you know, keep on a par. It's you
1: know, the the MV50 is the future, isn't it? You know, with you know, with uh, you know, everything's in balance with regards to. What materials are used? You know, with you know, just the production of valves and yeah. you know all mm. that kind of thing. Because I remember the event back in September, I think, um, in the presentation for the MV50, yes. um, you had um, one of the tech guys get up
3: and explain, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: and he was saying that you know it's quite feasible to predict that you know a valve is going to be you know a rarity in ten, fifteen years' time. You know, it's just yeah, you know, it's defunct tech, defunct technology. You don't need these. In the military, that like you did, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago,
3: yeah, they're definitely getting fewer and fewer, and the manufacturing process isn't that clean, I no, I think either. So, you have to look to like China or the Czech Republic, I think, wasn't it, to, mm. to actually get hold of them.
1: And you know, it's, it's not worth anybody kind of um ethical to no. even look into building up an operation for to build valves, so yeah, um. I guess the temptation is to develop you know the the roots at the that the MV50 and the MV150 and you know um follow that thing but Vox is something that is you know as a brand it's and we wouldn't want it any other way but it is kind
3: of synonymous and stuck in you know the you've got two 1961 sides, yeah. to 1966 you, kind of you've got the traditional side And Mm. the R&D guys in the UK generally look after that, and that's traditional valve gear. Mm. And then the Japanese guys from Korg obviously look after the sort of Mm. pushing the boundaries, futuristic kind of, a you know, the Adios and Mm. the V50s and the new tube side of things. Mm. Because those valves have, we we do call them valves, they have up to 30,000 playing hours, which you're not going to get from a traditional No, you know, which is
1: phenomenal. You know, I don't know how many years worth of, you know, I you know,
3: oh, no, Adam just, will do that in two evenings, but yeah. um, <laughs> squeeze 30,000 hours into... But,
1: you know, if if you play guitar for an hour and, like, you know, it, it's still, you know, a phenomenal kind of um, lifetime lifespan, of, a, yeah. Yeah, yeah. of an amplifier. Is there anything new on the horizon that you, you might not be able to kind of tell say, us...
3: I'm not sure what I can and can't say. No, There isn't a great deal for the rest of this year that I know of right. coming, but... Um, just a couple of upgrades to the existing SE range. All right, okay. That have been told of potentially happening, maybe. You hear it here first. Attenuators. Really? Being introduced to the combos. Brilliant. So you might need to edit this out. <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah.
1: Matt yeah. was in his new position for just four Five. days when he got... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: Five days before he got (laughs) set for spilling the beans on the rest of the year.
1: Because they put
3: attenuators on the the heads. heads. Yes. Which a brilliant idea. Mm. So, um, It should have always been the case on the rest of the rest. Yeah. That's something apparently they're going to look at later in the year. Because
1: master volume, you get the warmth of the power valves Mm.
3: from that. So, you know,
1: you want to be able to turn up the master volume.
3: And then just bring it down a few steps. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that'd be good. So... Vox I guess um so I mean there was uh so we started doing some of the the nice um, the very collection nice series collector
3: series yes yeah, yeah yeah
1: which absolutely love yeah they released some thin
3: lines didn't they yeah are have they gone? haven't arrived yet so oh, right, launched yeah. at Nam in January and due into stock July August um it is a range that has been done before it was actually before my time because obviously before cog Takamine was distributed by Fender when I was mm-hmm. working there, um, and yeah, bef- while at Fender, but before my time with them, it was a range that was brought out previously and did very well. It's, so it's been reintroduced for that reason.
1: It's interesting because I completely got it wrong about the acoustic sonics, the the new mm-hmm. range of, of Fender Fended, guitars. Yes. Um, thinking, you know, acoustic players are going to want an acoustic guitar. And they're not interested in anything that's. Different. Hybrid of any description, yeah. yeah. And so, given the popularity of the uh, the
3: Sonics, I wonder mm. what kind of appetite there is for for the thin lines. So, we've got a few different models you've got the standard range, then you've got a um, Koa, and do you remember the decoy we had the other year, the turquoisey sort of finish?
1: Oh, yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, sort of
3: a blue burst. We've got that as well in an arch top, arch back. Um, and then you've got the 2019 limited edition is also in the thin line range. Is it? Uh, all are coming with this new sort of gig bag. So the lower end of the pro range is going to switch to this gig bag as well as right. the thin lines. It's like a semi-rigid foam case. Looks okay. really nice, actually.
1: Um, like the um, are they the self humidifying ones? Like the um, oh, like
3: the trick cases? Yeah, I haven't seen those. So okay. I'm not sure, but it's almost
1: like a polystyrene. Yeah, th- yeah, think, kind of. yeah, Yeah.
3: I think that might be it, yeah. Uh,
1: yes, yeah, like temperature
3: regulating also, okay. something. Yeah, like we got that. a glimpse of them when we went to the Tricky. factory. Temperature regulating instrument case. Wow. Oof.
0: There it is. You
3: had it here first. Um, so, yeah, we got a glimpse of them when we went to the factory mm. last September. Um, but, uh, yeah, not arriving till July or August. That was the visit i wasn't invited to was it? that was the yeah, one that really, you yeah. uh, you will be yeah. on the next next <laughs> outing of, no, ah! no
1: no biscuits oh, no um no invitation to japan no. no junk no
3: no junkets <laughs> 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 oh, you'll be coming next time all right uh. <sighs> yes that trip yeah that's the one mm-hmm. um <laughs> 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 yeah so it, it was uh and they'll be here July, August, ranging from twelve nine nine to two uh, two thousand five hundred for right, the okay. limited yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, w- so when's Makoto coming over? September for the London Guitar Okay, cool. Which is changing venue this year? Is it Olympia, wasn't it last it, year? W- normally is, but that's having a refurb, so it's at some kind of business convention centre in North London, somewhere near King's Cross. Okay. I should probably check my facts. <laughs> yeah. But it's up there. Uh, I think a little better suited access anyway, at least for the exhibitors. Mm. So it's there and we're looking to bring the koto around afterwards. Nice. sweet.
1: You heard it here first. I I really like He had this um, suitcase that he opened up and he had every single tool that you would ever need. You know, so organised and just typically, you know, Japanese, you know, with regards to efficiency and tidiness and just, you know, just beautiful. But he had this amazing... um, I don't know why it was amazing, but you opened it up and it had a um, had
3: all the stickers and things, didn't it? Yeah, from, like, it, yeah, the, the eagles and everybody inside. Oh, that's that's,
1: that's right. And yeah. Yeah. And but road. he had this um, sanding um, block um, mm, that he turned miniature. on. It was on like a min. It was had like a motor on it. Yeah. And for the saddles, yeah.
3: How we get that through security? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah it, there, it? Yeah. yeah, it was all there. Wasn't it? It
1: was all there. Tackling has actually become. I think our top
3: sound acoustic. Yeah, I noticed um, uh, not uh, too many uh, G series on the wall. We need to start there out in the morning when I bring biscuits.
1: We've, I don't know. Think we we will succumb to such bribery? (laughs) Is that not how it works? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But tack, really does seem to be the flavour of the month, doesn't it? Yeah, and you know we
2: we've said before when we kind of get a bit of a fire, you know, with us about something and we get excited about stuff and we enjoy the, the, the the products, they tend to, tend to start going. Yeah. And we do. The Takamine stuff, you know, is, is, is really nice.
1: absolutely. You know, the, um, it's a strange thing because, you know, with, you know, when a customer comes in and says, right, I've got X amount to spend on a guitar, you know, you go through the, um, you go through the options. And, you know, there'll be, you know, if you're talking, you know, something like about 500 pound, you know, we've got a good kind of dozen options to kind of, you know, at any one time yeah. with different brands and, you know, different shapes and all that kind of thing to put onto their laps. Yeah. And I don't know whether our enthusiasm kind of sells the product or whether it's just a case of, you know, as we're talking, you know, things come in kind of cycles whereby, you know, just this brand, really does seem to be kind of pushing all the buttons at the moment. You know, it's, um Yeah. the thing with Tachamines is that they don't look like anything else out there. You know, like um a, a dreadnought is a dreadnought is a dreadnought kind of thing. But when you come to things like the, you know, the ones that sell for us are things like the GN-51s and 75s and the yeah, 93s, 93s and yeah. 90s. First of all, they look beautiful. You know, they are bits of furniture. So if... Um, a partner is coming along as well. Well, you know, while someone's you know trying the guitar, if they like the look of it, sometimes that can that be. Helps.
3: If it's going to sit on the living room. Wall, Absolutely, if it's going to polish up
1: nicely, and you know, <laughs> something like the nine series, you got these beautiful three-piece backs and stuff. But, um, you know, the, I've always in my head because of like the kind of rounded, bubbly kind of look of the guitar. Yeah, it looks very Japanese manga kind of. <laughs> style, you know, mm, it's got that right. kind of well, kind of um, yeah, very kind of. They got a definitive style. You'd be able to yeah. tell the outline of a I mean you know, from yeah. you know. Whereas definitely, you put down uh, like a triple, like a triple O kind of style thing, and it could be any one of you know a number of other brands that we we also do. Yeah. So whether the style is just kind of in vogue at the moment. Or or whether, like I say, it's our enthusiasm form, I'm not sure, but it's, um, you know, they, they really do seem to be our kind of, you know, brand of the year so far, I think. Yeah. Especially after, you know, those professional collection ones. I was going to uh, say, they
3: ones. generally help, don't they, to show the range off, mm-hmm. show off where it goes up to. And so when, you know, the fire is in your
1: belly with regards to something like that, yeah, you know, it just alights the entire brand, doesn't it? Mm. And And even, you know, with a lot of people, even
2: if they just intended to do sort of open mic stuff, as, as as basic as an open mic thing, you know, the takamine stuff you got, you know, you got split saddles for intonation. Probably the best, homemade by by that I mean in home in house pickup, mm. because that's takamine's kind of main focus is the the other thing as well and...
1: that I'll, um, I'll pick up on, which you know I don't know if you can. Um... Test this as well, you know. Given that you're representing them under the Fender kind of umbrella as well, Mm. but you know, we we got them from you when you're at Fender, Mm. and then when it moved over to Korg, we got them from yourselves there. The quality control coming from Korg is absolutely phenomenal. The, you know, especially for some reason I don't know why, but the GN seventy five comes through. And the action, it plays like an electric up and yeah. down the neck, yeah. you know. You've got these shims in there that, um, you know, you can obviously take out you if... Bring it down even lower, yeah. Even yeah. lower, but they come through superbly set up. Yeah. So from the 50 series upwards, we don't really do much of the lower series. No, attacker Minis are the only things yeah. lower than yeah. that yeah.
3: that we do. But It's quite a crowded market below that, isn't it? It
1: is a bit, yeah. But um, nice. the the setups that are coming from the guitars from Korg, because everything is checked over yes. in the factory isn't it uh,
3: it's checked over in the factory well you have some guys from Japan going to the factory every three months what, checking in, everything over uh, in there, the far east in the far right. east and then at our place yeah at the cog hQ Milton Keynes yeah. everything above a fifty series gets checked over yeah. Yeah. yeah and and
1: we're really noticing that as well you know yeah, definitely I, I do recall you know with um you know some of the things from fender you know when you think about it you know they got their main warehouse in the Netherlands and that is supplying is it Europe, Far East, and Africa? Or is it just Europe? I think it's just Europe. Just Europe. Yeah, But still, you know, it's you're talking... big old
3: warehouse for a big old territory.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So you're not going to get, you know, a delivery coming into there, and they're, they're just not going to have the capacity to be able to check everything over, are really. No. So, but I did recall getting some Takmin guitars through where, you know, the action really wasn't what we would deem as... Um, acceptable, maybe. acceptable to put onto the shelf you know? yeah. but you can all, you can guarantee I think without exception sometimes we've had an issue whereby something has been damaged in transit but you know without exception the quality control on the attacking means come from Korg have been exceptional which yeah. again you know when it plays good out of the box you know it's um, you know something to sing and dance about to the customer
3: that's down to two guys Andy Vickers and Josh Dawes right my name checks yes <laughs> In our warehouse, who have a, a basically a room, a tech room, where they bring it all through.
1: It'd be really nice to visit there, just to uh, yeah. kind of have a chat with them and just to see what they do. It would be nice. I don't think you're going to get invited. No. <laughs> Seems to be a pattern.
3: Come and see us. Milton Keynes is much easier to take you to than Japan. <laughs> <laughs> very, very You've got a much better chance of visiting us yeah. in
1: Milton Keynes than you have. <laughs> I think there's
3: a sushi place in Milton Keynes. Yo, yeah, sushi. yeah, yeah, let's go. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Tom's top five. Tom's
0: top five. Tom, top five. Tom's top five. Hey! <laughs> <Yay.
1: laughs> What's your top five this week, Tom?
0: This week's top five is songs about famous people. Oh, okay. Number five, Man on the Moon. R.E.M. Uh
1: the, the Andy
0: Andy Kaufman. Yeah. Have you seen that
2: film? No. Really, really good. Good film. And the it's, it's, documentary about the film
0: is very, very good as well, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. The, um, the Jim Carrey one, yeah.
1: Mm. Is that the film that sent Jim Carrey mad?
0: Yeah. Well,
3: Jim Carrey went mad? Who knew?
1: <laughs> is, that, is that slander? Or, or is it slander written down? I, I know. I think it's only slander if people hear it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, like, listen figures, fingers are like, up. It's like a tree in the woods. Hi, Jim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, so yeah, the other t- other interesting thing about uh, the song Man on the Moon is that he put all the years in to try and outdo Kurt Cobain. Would, say that again. The yeah, yeah, yeahs.
1: Whoa. Well, so there's uh, more Kurt, yeah, yeah, yeahs in it? Apparently, yeah. Wow.
0: Wicked. Uh, uh, number four, a song for Bob Dylan by David Bowie.
1: And who's that about?
0: <laughs> Robert Zimmerman.
1: <laughs> what was the song? Uh, when did he write that?
0: It's on Hungy Dory. So oh, so it's an that, early one. Yeah. Mm. Sad. And is funny. it a
1: nice song for Bob Dylan or is he criticising him?
0: No, it's a nice song. Yeah. Uh, one of the lines is, voice like sand and glue. It's
1: quite nice. Like sand and glue. Is that a compliment? Gritty and sticky. Yeah. Mm.
0: Nice lyric.
2: The other famous Bowie song is obviously Andy Warhol. Andy Warhol. On the same album, yeah. Which Andy Warhol didn't think much of and it really, really uh, upset Bowie, didn't it? He was gutted.
1: Um, Moby, have you been listening to him? He's been on the news a lot recently because he's got, I think it's 20 years this year of play. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on the radio yeah. lot. Yes, there was yeah. something on yeah. this morning. And yeah. um, if I've heard the story about him and David Bowie in a room once, I think I've heard it. Uh, it's, it's a bit like me with my stories. It's the same story over
0: and over again. Number three, uh, How Do You Sleep, John Lennon? Who's About that? Paul McCartney. I know. You know, heard... No. So whilst there's post-breakup, obviously. Yes. Yeah, so uh, the famous line is, the only thing you done was yesterday.
1: Oh. That's been nasty.
0: Cutting. Yeah. Mm. yeah.
1: You know, in within the Beatles, I think that... There were
3: better drummers than Ringo. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think that, um, you know, John Lennon was, you know, the edgier kind of musician, yeah. maybe, but I think that Paul McCartney is given a bit of a bad rap because he's just been around for so long. He's, he's <coughs> still alive to, that's it, when you cough, will you cough into the microphone? <coughs> Too long. Um, <coughs> <laughs> I think that um Paul McCartney is a victim of his longevity, in as much right. as he's been around for, you know, since 1961, 2, or whatever it is, and all the others have died. And so he's the only one around still, really, to... Including Ringer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who, um, who's about to kind of take up the criticism. Like, "Help the Skelter, I think, you know, what's that the first ever kind of metal song, really? You listen mm. to that. Screaming. You know, that, that's a really, really heavy song. Mm. Um, Anything, you know, you can put that up against Hendrix and against, you know, Deep Purple, whoever it was at the time, you know, that would have been...
0: Yeah,
1: and you know, I think he was maybe a bit more inventive than um, John
2: Lennon. I like Paul McCartney's song, right? Then you know, it's
1: you know, it, I'm not
2: listening to it because it's it's interesting, I'm not, I'm not looking for an exploration in in music, yeah. but I just think as a, so, as a then you pop know, he song, did you know,
1: he's done a lot of tripe as well, which you're going to do over the over that of 50, 60 over years, over that road, time, yeah, pipes of peace, and you know.
3: Um, frog chorus and all that. Kind Still, of. big vox artist.
1: Big vox artist. Mm.
0: Uh, number two, Pink Floyd, "Shine On You Crazy Diamond." Right. Which is about Sid Barrett.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, he was pretty gone by then when he. He,
0: he spookily turned up uh, during the recording uh, in '75. They weren't expecting him, overweight and shaven-headed.
1: Wonder you know? Who'd give him access. You know, there's obviously no door security or anything to the. <laughs> probably not. Yeah, you try getting in Abbey Road, and this um, you met by two burly men asking for ID.
0: Number one, Carly Simon, "You're so vain."
1: Ah, the most famous, probably. Yeah, it? yes. About whom though? Because she she's told one person, and he's and that person he's sworn, sworn to secrecy. It was some kind of um, auction. I read. You,
0: is that right? Uh, you just reminded me. Yeah, it was. Yeah,
1: there was an auction whereby she told the person who it was about, and it's allegedly about Warren Beatty.
0: Yeah. So the speculation is it could be about David Bowie, David Cassidy, Cat Stevens, but most famously Warren Beatty,
1: and also John Taylor. I've been told. Yeah, I've heard John, the John Taylor name be brought into it.
2: She,
3: I
1: guess, around a bit. She, 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 she does well. a bit, and she used to suffer from horrendous stage fright.
0: Um, in 2007, Warren Beatty said, let's be honest, the song is about me. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the vagueness kind of <laughs> yeah, comment. Exactly. You could, you know,
1: uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: Dump stop five. Dump stop five. Dump stop five.
1: Yay!
3: <laughs> social media comment of the week.
1: So, we got got um, social media comment of the week. It's from... Um, Mark Slade. And he says, um,
3: I was there Wednesday, 11 a.m. arrival, 5 p.m. exit. LOL, awesome place, and Andrew Morgan, such a great guy.
1: <sighs> oh, I'm embarrassed.
3: Got to take a compliment.
1: I, I, I can't take a but reluctantly, thank you.
3: I accept it. He speaks the truth. <laughs>
1: So that wraps up episode fourteen, and like to say thank you, Matt from Korg, for joining us. It's been a pleasure.
2: Thanks for having me. Don't forget, you can get tickets for the Jared James Nichols event with Black Star that's at the end of this month, thirty first. Available on
1: our website and in store. It's three pound a ticket, but that is just a guarantee numbers really. So when you come along, if you've been one of these events before, you get free. We put on drinks and... Pop and you know, crisps. All that of... Pop and crisps. Beverages. Uh, a, a beer, if you can um, find something to drive. And, yeah, it's also a raffle um, entry for a Black Star fly. Mm, yes. So, um, well worth the um, uh, the ticket price. Yeah. And, yeah, they're available online. You can come into the shop. Don't pay shipping charge. No. Thank you for listening. We're on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, all of them. Yeah.
2: All of the platforms, darling. We'll see you next week.
0: Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. -bye.